Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 28th of November, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 689. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore's here. That was a struggle today. <laughs> we were just saying how I've had too much food. Uh-huh. That was that was hard. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've yep. had I've had too much as well. But uh Yeah. Also, Usually yeah, I, yeah, I, I try and get in I try and get like a bit of enthusiasm in there and I was like, oh this isn't going well. He's uh, like <laughs> Yeah. He's ready for bed. He's ready for bed. I am ready for bed. I'm very the, ready for bed. The food sweats. The food mm. sleeps rather. Uh, yes. But yeah, usually you eat afterwards as well. Which is sometimes, yeah. Depends on what's going, what's happening. Right. Yeah. Uh you're like, oh, this is gonna be a real long one today. It's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the calm before the storm job. Next week will be Oh yeah. Uh oh no, next week it might not be. Because we're going to have to record early next week. Um, that's all right. We'll see. Because I'm, I'm hanging out. Next week sh- should be GTA week. Like, fingers crossed. Right? Not till the 7th. Yeah. So it won't be the week until the week after for us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the 12th but, is going to be fucked. Because it's also yeah. our last episode of the year. It is. Mm. Yes. So it's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, not so big. Uh, there's some good games. There's some cool stuff. Some things. I've got some some stuff, fun stuff to talk about. Uh, right off the bat, I've been playing Battlefield 5 again. Hmm. Uh, Battlefield 5 is back, baby. Uh, it's, it's got twice as many players as Battlefield 2042. Yep. Which shouldn't really be surprising. Uh, but the real, the trick to it. Uh, it's surprising. I mean, it's it's surprising <laughs> to EA, maybe. Uh, yeah, it shouldn't be surprising to anyone who's been paying any attention. <laughs> Battlefield 1 has almost got uh, as many players as Battlefield 2042. Um, yeah. 2042 is definitely getting like a resurgence. It's slowly getting people back, but. It's never, uh, never it's done. Like, it's, yeah, it's in, it's, it's in it's like thousands now, in which brain, is good. Right? Like, I can't. I can't ever go back uh, and have a positive enough experience. I think I think people don't like take into account, right? The fact the that factor, the factor of if your initial impression is bad enough, there's no way to regain that ground, right? Like some right. some games can manage it. But the the work that needs to happen, and it's never going to be everyone, you know. Like I think, you know, I think the poster child for the concept is probably No Man's Sky, right? Like the first impression of that game, I think, was underwhelming for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it did eventually turn around and and become something sure. quite impressive, right? Mm-hmm. It needed it it needed to you know blasted out of the fucking sky to do that right meanwhile and so for me it did actually manage that I, I still like in the end it wasn't a game that I wanted to play loads of it just didn't I don't know it was a bit too aimless for me uh, but I can I could see that it turned into something really good cyberpunk uh I don't think I don't think it could make up the ground for me, right? 
like the first impression that it had um going back for 2.0 it just couldn't make up the lost ground and so i was already i was going into 2.0 and it's not like it's not like going into a game with a negative idea of it because of the first game in the sequel or something like if i go if i get <laughs> and god i hope this happens but if i get to review death stranding 2 um right like i'll go into it with some ideas of what to expect but no preconceived notions of what i will be getting right like expectations and uh and like knowing are two different things when you're going from the first version of a game to 2.0 the we finally patched the game to the state that it was supposed to be launched in. That's that's a completely different thing to going from one game to its sequel, right? Like I can hate a like hate a game and then love its sequel. The, the Call of Duty games are sort of a fucking testament to to that, uh, where it's like a fucking heart monitor on where I uh, land on liking or hating any of those fucking games depending on uh, how they go that year, right? Like, it's, it's it's definitely not set in stone, but at the same time, when it is just an update to a game, I think, yeah, they're not preconceived notions. It's, it's knowledge. You have knowledge of what the game was like, and then you're going into the, into a, an updated version. It's, it's a difficult fucking hill to climb. Um, so that's yeah. I don't think it's on the player, but that said, I am excusing my own behaviour. So I'm like you know, fucking, who knows? People might feel differently. That's fine. Uh, that said, Battlefield 2042, it just it's not going to happen for me, right? Like I, that game is a write-off. I have been back a couple of times, and yeah, no, nah, not for me. It's just no good to me, right? Every time I go back. It's better than it was last time, but it's still not a good Battlefield game. It's still not a good game in general. It's still not what I want. I can see people enjoying themselves, but no, not for me. Battlefield 5, on the other hand, fuck, it never fails. It just never fails. Uh, it, it's been sort of content locked for a long time, uh, and you go in, it is a tragedy that EA, that DICE never allowed mod tools for any of these Battlefield games because the places the community could have taken these games are uh, just incredible. But even without it, it's still a fantastic experience because they sort of just nailed the little bits and they didn't knock it out of the park right off the bat, right? Battlefield uh, Five sort of launched in a like every battlefield, you know, in a buggy state. Um, but the bones were there. The essence of battlefield was there. And when they locked it in, when they content locked it, it was, they'd fixed it up. And now it just works really well all the time. And it's just fucking so much fun running around, fleeing down planes, clunging fucking tanks, me and Nate are just absolute fucking menaces. And then, like, and if the two of us are 
playing together, we will invariably be first and second on the scoreboard, no matter what. And we're not, and we're literally just goofing. Like we're not playing sweaty. We are running around with our fleas and our clunges, trying to kill planes. If you're not, if you're not familiar with Battlefield Five, that's fine. Uh, it's you know, it's a Battlefield game. Um, the Flieger is this uh, this fucking multi-pod rocket, like a a fireworks system that shoots out six fucking things. And if you hit a plane, it does half its fucking health. So me and Nate run around like with both of them out trying to kill planes and shut down the skies. But we're also trying to time it so that the other one shoots first because the second person to fire will always get the kill as long as they hit. Uh, so we're trying to time each other out uh, and like play this elongated game of chicken um, before we fucking, before we kill the planes. And then, yeah, we'll type in all chat. We'll just type the skies are closed and uh, that'll encourage people to try and come and bomb us or try and come and kill us or whatever. But like, we're just, we're goofing. Our, our other secondary item is the, the, the clunge mine, it's a, it's a fucking anti-tank mine on the end of a stick and you literally just sprint at tanks and you fucking shove it into a tank and it's another case of uh, whoever gets the second one off will generally get the kill. But there's no chicken there. Like Tanks are extremely powerful against infantry, infantry so we're not taking any chances. It's You get the clunge off wherever you can uh and then yeah we're just goofing like we're literally just trying to take on vehicles trying to take on stuff that should be able to kill us and that we should have trouble killing uh because they're more mobile they're armored they require special equipment and at the same time we're killing enemies but yeah we're constantly absolutely ripping uh our way to the top of the scoreboard and it's just fucking it's good fun it's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah. Battlefield 5, still a lot of fun. Uh, right. I got a taste so, for it. So, yeah. Th so, this has got me curious because I, I didn't know anything about this and why you've been yapping, uh, doing right. some reading. Yep. Um, 116,000 players in Battlefield 5 today peaked at on Steam. That's just Steam. Um, it's on sale at the moment for five bucks australians i think i saw 1, a number thousand percent worth battlefield five bucks yeah um four dollars us if you're in the us yeah uh that's awesome that's really cool yeah fine. then i i was like all right i'm curious because i also know that 2042 has been doing okay recently so i checked on their numbers they're doing forty-five thousand right. in the last 24 hours which is that's that's really good that is because i i remember they were down in like n nearly triple digits at one point. Um, might might have even been close to that yep. when, when I was looking a while back. Um, so s something's happened. Like they they did a free weekend a couple week um, three weeks ago or something like that, and it jumped back up to a hundred and something thousand players. Uh, and they've retained a pretty decent chunk of those players, which is awesome. Um, it's so it, it's good to see that both games are, have picked up again but it also makes me think that EA's 
got something to a talk about soon oh, yeah. or they're announcing something soon like to jazz people up again yeah that would make sense because if people are back engaged with this this these games again and they're like oh yeah battlefield's really cool I remember that. that that was awesome and they come out and they're like hey here's our next battlefield reveal like it gets people amped for it as opposed to them being like soured in the back of their minds about that experience they had in the past about battlefield 2042 or battlefield 5 or, or battlefield 1 depending on which game you played last right and yeah. and being like oh i'm not really i don't really care about that that's not that's not interesting to me yeah. so i don't know I'm, maybe i'm reading too much into what they're doing in the last <laughs> two weeks but i mean i'm looking at me graphs, curious man like you got me curious and i'm looking at these graphs and yeah definitely something's happened right like about a week ago there was just a massive fucking uptick. It, maybe was there like a YouTube resurgence or something? I wouldn't be surprised if EA maybe along the lines of what you're talking about, maybe, you know, paid YouTube to weight the algorithm to present more Battlefield content, get people well, no, they thinking did, about it. They did the free weekend about two weeks ago. Yeah, but why, and why does that up. affect Battlefield 5 as well? Well, no, Battlefield 5 has... Uh, it's on sale at the moment. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So it's five bucks and people are like, fuck yeah. It's, it's Might as well. Uh, yeah. 95% off or something stupid yeah. like that. That's fair. I went, I went yeah. straight to conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't foil joke. Uh, um, right. It just seems to me, uh, looking at these two dates, line up pretty close to each other. I don't know. Maybe they're just like in a Battlefield Christmas move uh, mindset, and they're just like, let's give this stuff away for free. But I think there's uh, a, like there's a hole in the market, right? Like it feels like uh, I don't know. Games people mm. have been looking for something fun, something good. Call to Duty play. hasn't done yeah, it. Call of Duty didn't fucking it's land. Got, it's got bad vibes this year, except yeah. for zombies. People love zombies. Yeah. But like that's been getting a bit of negative press, so I don't know. It seems like the perfect time for them to come out and be like, l- like announce their next Battlefield game. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they're like actually putting some actual time into this next one because they can't have to. They can't half it. Yeah. Like they can't fuck it up again. Yeah, if they botch it, it's over. Yeah, and how many years has it been? That's twenty. Was it twenty twenty one? It wasn't last year. 2042 when was that come out 2021 yeah october 2021 so it's been over two years yep if if they're on a three-year cycle maybe maybe we see something three years isn't enough to make uh not not enough time in my opinion not if they have to go back to the drawing board they can't use anything they're using from Battlefield everything. 2042. They, they can't use, use anything everything. from 2042. They're using everything. There is no way it is... This is the other thing. I, I, uh, I'm I, a big fan of 5. I liked 1 as well. I don't know. There's something about that slow fire sort of weapons as well, like the close combat engagements that I really dig. Yeah. Um, the World War 1 slash World War 2 stuff. I like the World War 2 stuff a lot yeah. more. but And I just don't know if that's something that would work for what they're going for anymore yeah like would they ever go back to that era maybe but i think now is not a good time for them to try and do that no when they're trying to revive that yeah you know uh, I, yeah i don't know 
I don't know, like a full-blown World War II one again. Obviously, five is World War II, but it might be like, oh, we're going all the way back to our roots, and then, dun, 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 and then like it's Wake Island and the battlefield. You can the battlefield. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, or you know, drop the V. Uh, no. Um, and you can like drive the boats or some shit. Like, just go fucking. Yeah. Full blown with it, you know. Battlefield one, but it's spelt O N E instead of the number. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, make them stop. They would love that. They'd love it. Um, but yeah, anyway. So uh, yeah, been having a lot of fun with it, and um, yeah, it's just it's just real easy. Like you jump in, blab some motherfuckers, do a couple mm. maps. And then you you jump out. It's jump out. I should check if I've got it installed. I don't Dude. know if I've got it. Dude. Do it. I'll check. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah. So yeah, Battlefield 5. It's good. Um, all right. Next up, Armor 3 and DayZ. DayZ is, um, is another game that had me thinking along the lines of, you know, what's going on? Because it's it's doing particularly well as well. Um, sitting around like getting 60,000 hmm. to 70,000 players no uh, one's got anything to play yeah not <laughs> not people after that kind of game right not people who are after that kind of like shooty shooty bang bang there's there's just nothing out there from uh, but after talking about fucking Reforger last week I got the taste for some armor action and uh, I knew it wasn't going to be Reforger so I uh, decided to jump in, check out how Armor 3 was doing. It's not doing so well uh, in this region, at least. I don't know how it's doing worldwide, but in, uh, yeah, it's, it's not really not really making it happen in Australia. Peaking at 23,000, which is surprising uh, because, yeah, I just couldn't find, like, the, the sorts of games that, I saw going just weren't the kinds that I wanted to play. Um, it was very structured, uh, traditional sort of multiplayer as opposed to the wastelands or the island lives. Uh, and I don't want to play with 200 ping, so I didn't have any options, which is fair enough. So I decided to jump into DayZ instead, DayZ. Uh, it's been 10 years, I guess. Not quite, but, you know, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's kind of weird. It's hard to get a good grasp on, uh, what every, everything that's supposed to be happening. Uh, I was playing with Dr. E3 Money and Heathy. Um, and yeah, just running around trying to fucking work out how to feed ourselves, how to... Kill some zombies. Um, it's got a good system. You load it up, it loads to this launcher, and then you like select the server, and it's got like this this method for downloading any mods that you need instantly. So, or well, not instantly, uh, but like like it manages that shit for you. It's got like a mod manager built in. So you select a server, and the server says what kind of mods you need. Uh, if it's a community server, and then 
you say, okay, acquire those mods and jump into. Hasn't it been like this for a while now? Yeah, it has, but it's just uh, it's I just think it's very cleverly done because sure. the degree of mods has ballooned. It used to be like, oh, we've added a bicycle. Um, yeah, the the much wanted because bicycle. the Bohemia bicycle is shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it kills you when you get on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Look, we got on a fall. It's coming. <laughs> um. And so, uh, yeah, but now it's got all kinds of shit going on. There's all this other stuff. Uh, so it was just very impressive to, like, very seamlessly, you don't have to go, oh, okay, i got to go to the website and look up what mods I need and then acquire those mods. No, none of that. Acquire the mods, join the server, bingo, banco, and you're in. And uh, it'll tell you the mod rules when you, uh, sorry, the server rules when you join, if there are any, um, and that's that's all there is to it uh it's very cool i jumped into a bunch of different servers uh just trying to find the sort of experience that i was looking for um which was essentially a traditional daisy experience that's what i was looking for um i wound up finding it in an official server with no mods at all um which I guess makes sense. Um, it's still brutally difficult to to just stay alive. Last time I played it, which has to have been a couple of years ago, maybe five years ago. Last time I played it, I just found myself having a real fucking tough time just not dying of starvation. Because the people would be like, well, you go look at the apple trees, but there's a hundred motherfuckers on the server and they're all looking on the fucking apple trees for apples. Uh, and yeah, so if you don't fucking find... Well, you're not going to find any fucking apples because people have already fucking found them. They've added a lot more of that They're all there. rotten apples. Ugh. Yeah, they're all... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they've added... Like, there's a lot more food mm. to be found on the ground. You do still have to forage, but... Sure. You can like I I didn't die of starvation uh, while playing, which was cool. Uh, I did die uh, from something I couldn't explain. I had to fucking Google it. I was playing Hackers. on Namask. No, it was it was built into the map. Namask is this uh this snow map, and uh, it was uh. Like way back in the day, back in the modded Daisy days, um, used to play on the mouse servers and just have. It was basically deathmatch. Uh, it was always the highest chaos map uh, because you all kind of get funneled to the middle of the map, uh, and so in a way, it was sort of this natural battle royale experience. You didn't lurk out on the outskirts because there wasn't enough to keep you alive and so the pursuit for loot drove you inwards um and that's where you just fucking find people and murder them um and yeah or get murdered uh the thing about mouse was that you were constantly cold you were constantly fighting off frostbite um and so you had to keep moving and you had to find warm clothes and 
you wanted to shoot other people because there was a chance that they have hand warmers and heat packs and all that kind of shit. So you had to prioritize that kind of stuff. Uh, in Daisy the game, uh, the mouse, I loaded in. The sky was red. There was some weird noise. And then the blood an explosion. Moon. It was, Link, the blood moon. It was a fucking blood moon. There was an explosion. I I was just KO'd. I wasn't dead, but I was KO'd. And because I was lying in the fucking snow for however long, I was at like a quarter health, basically directly after I'd fucking spawned in. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? But I didn't have, I couldn't look it up. I couldn't look up what it was because I desperately needed to find some way to heal myself uh, before I fucking died. Yeah, I didn't have any fucking choices. I uh, and also, you know, the 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 less healthy you get, the slower you move. And so I died to a zombie that saw me, and I couldn't fucking move fast enough to to live through that experience. Um. So yeah, so that was pretty bad. That was the mouse. Uh, I don't think I'll be going back there. It's just too too punishing on the old. Uh, your your needs, the things you need to keep going, right? So I don't know if I died to, uh, you know, I died to some explosion or whatever. It was just ridiculous. I died to frostbite the next life. Um, we played on D a DDU, Daisy Down Under, I think it's called, uh, server, and um, I think both Heath and Drew did die. Of starvation uh, but we weren't really playing at peak performance we probably should have prioritized food a bit more it was also a hardcore server so loot was extremely poor um, yeah so I don't know that not a great example on the official server I I was sort of just rolling around. I spawned really close to Chernogorsk, and uh, which is like the main map, uh, main city on Chernorus, the map. And uh, I was running around. This dude shows up behind me. He's got like a fucking axe. He's got a fucking crowbar. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then uh, I just sort of... I was like, hey, man, whoa, hey, what, what's going on? He's like, oh, nothing, dude. I was just coming up to say hello. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. And uh, I ran on a little bit, punched this zombie to death, and then this dude, this other dude, this other rando, runs up and takes like a big Superman punch, swing punch at me, uh, and misses. I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing? Uh, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fucking fight. Uh, and he's like, oh, I, I thought you were a zombie. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, but all right, man. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really new. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, okay, dude. Uh, well, let's, you know, what, what, like, what do you think's going on? He's like, well, I thought you might've been the dude who shot me. I'm like, someone shot you? And he's like, yeah, like right around here. And we go and we go to his body and yeah, sure enough, uh, there's his body 
and his chest, uh, his, his shirt's ruined. And yeah, he was shot to death. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Uh, well, it wasn't me, man. I don't have any guns. And he's like, oh, okay, fair enough. Hey. Plus, didn't you think you were a zombie? Well, that was his initial excuse, but uh, none of it, none of it really <laughs> added up. Uh, I was pretty sus on this dude. Anyway, he, um, so he follows me. He's like, can I come along with you? And I'm like, yeah, man, where are we going? I'm just going to go into the city because why wouldn't I? And he's like, oh yeah, maybe we can find the guy who shot me. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Fair enough. We'll, we'll give it a punt. Uh, we don't have any weapons and he has a gun, but let's give it a punt. That's what we do. So, like we hear shooting in town uh, and we sort of just move towards it while like looting as we go. I f like we're actually sharing shit like uh, killing zombies. I'm sharing food and yeah, we just, I don't know. We're going okay. Uh, and then he finds a gun. And he's like, hey, man, look what I found. And he points it at me. I'm like, whoa, hey. He's like, yeah, I got a gun. It's got 15 bullets. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and I'd found a gun, but it had no bullets. Uh, he's like, so give me the gun. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, give me your gun. I'm like, it's got no bullets, man. He's like, yeah, but I want it. I'm like, I thought we were pals, man. I thought we were going to team up. He's like, yeah, but you don't have any bullets, so what do you need the gun for? I'm like, what do you need two guns for? If we can find bullets, we can both have a gun for when we find the guy who got you. And uh, he goes, hmm, oh, yeah, okay. I'm like so sus on this guy at this point. Uh, so we don't find bullets, but I do find a pistol with a single round in it. And, uh, we run into, towards where the, the stuff is. And, and my, my pal air quotes is sort of leading me along. He's like, oh yeah, I think we go this way. I'm like, this is such an ambush, right? Like, I'm like, the alarm bells are ringing. This dude is full-blown leading me into an ambush. He's got a mate somewhere, posted somewhere, and yeah. He's going to steal your empty gun. He's going to steal my empty gun. <laughs> and the nothing I've got, because I shared it all with this dude already. Like, I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah. It's something sus. Anyway, so we go into town and uh, there's this police station and it's sort of in the area of where we've been hearing these shots. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Like, I reckon he's probably up in the cop shop and old mate's like, oh, I don't think he is. I'm like, well, how the fuck would you know? You, you don't know what you're doing. You haven't been playing this. Or so you say. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go for it anyway. So I sprint for it. And he's like, no, come back. Bang. The shot, like, belts out, misses me. Uh, and then there are no more shots. Uh, I managed to get into the police station, but it's it's empty. 
uh, and I'm moving around. And the police station sort of isolated in the middle of this uh, like block. It doesn't have a lot of cover trying to exit it. An old mate comes in to the uh, police station and he's like, oh, you got so lucky. I'm like, no, well, I, yeah, I guess. But like, I was just going to, I was just going to stab him anyway. I don't have a fucking gun, man. So he's like, well, you got that one shot, don't you? Like, yeah, but that's only one shot. Like, I might as well, I'd be better off stabbing him. It's like, yeah, that's true, eh? Uh -huh. And then we can hear running outside. Uh, and uh, so I pulled out my gun. <laughs> And I pointed at, at old oh, mate. I'm like, this is a stitch up, isn't it? He's like, oh, what, what are you? Yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, don't shoot me, though, eh? Don't shoot me. We'll let you go. I'm like, fuck you. And I shoot. But uh, the gun was broken. <laughs> so it just goes click. And he's like, oh, fuck you. And he blaps me. I'm like, ah, well, I should have stabbed him. I should have stabbed him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's how I died. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a fucking that belt was up. sixteen hours of game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that took me yeah all day. But no, it was fun. Like just the it was the classic Daisy experience of you know I can't necessarily trust this person. Paranoia is mounting, uh, and then yeah, the betrayal, the curse you. Uh, your inevitable betrayal. Um, but yeah, I had already eaten everything on me uh, and I told him I was doing it uh, to fuck whoever got my got to my corpse. So he knew <laughs> I didn't have anything worthwhile on me. I had a broken gun, an empty gun and nothing else and a steak knife mm. uh, that was probably destroyed when he shot me because he didn't, he like... Blapped, blapped me in the guts and I dropped over and then I heard, like, I heard him still shooting while I was on the ground. So uh, I think he may have rage blapped me. Yeah. Anyway, cool. good times, good times. Nice. All right, so that's uh, Day Z slash Armor 3. A little bit of Mainly Day Z. Mostly, um, no, yeah, mostly Daisy. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. I uh, I don't have a whole lot to talk about this week because all I've been playing is Diablo Four. Um, I talked about it a bit last week. They uh, had their uh, XP boost week, uh, extra twenty five percent or thirty five percent extra XP. Um, so yeah, I spent a bunch of time leveling up my seasonal character. Uh, I got to World Tier 4. I've uh, been running around doing a bunch of that stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny because we I think we talked about that like meme that's on the internet of that guy playing uh, like the wizard and it's him singing and then it cuts to him playing like the, <laughs> the, the rogue. rogue. Or whatever it is, and yeah. it's him being like... <laughs> Oh, I like yeah. press mashing buttons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's literally like that in when you get to World Tier 4, but like yeah. times 10. That oh, was yeah. me being like dash into a group of enemies. I'm like mashing uh, flurry and then like dashing out and then fucking 
doing like a backstab teleport move to get like it's just fucked that entire yeah as soon as you get to that area um it's definitely settled down a bit now that i've i've got some gear that i can survive a little bit more about against these guys (laughs) but it, it was like that during that first um initial sort of meeting of world tier four um yeah it's and i'm i'm enjoying it i'm still sort of going through i'm at 80 85 now level 85 i think so i'm definitely going to hit 100 i feel like well i want to hit 100 yeah by the time we get to um because the season's still got like two months left i think yeah so yeah definitely hit 100 i think by that time Uh, and i want to knock out a bunch of the um the rest of the seasonal quest stuff as well to see some of that because i think they give you like interesting tasks that i wouldn't necessarily go and look to do either it's things like collecting um when you're doing like the the blood harvest events or hell tides you sometimes get resources that you can then go and like summon other bosses in certain areas or even like world bosses if you kill enough world bosses in this tier they'll drop certain um items and then you go and you pull those items somewhere else and it summons another boss like shit like that that i wouldn't necessarily be privy about because i just don't know but it's listed there for you as like a uh, an objective to go and accomplish in the season um and so that that allows you to be like all right there's these other separate dungeons throughout the map that you can then go and do and they've got these other secret like hidden bosses around and you can go fight them and all that sort of stuff so i'm sort of working my way through a bunch of that content um and also by doing that it also uh gives you favor towards your your battle pass as well so you're earning you're earning the battle pass favor which is your xp um and you're you're leveling that up and unlocking cosmetic rewards but if you do decide to do some of these objectives the seasonal objectives you get a bit of extra boost that goes to your um your battle pass so I, i'm pretty close to 100 on the battle or or max on the battle pass as well Damn. at this point um uh, so I I, I might... is, is it a battle pass where you can buy the next battle pass with using what you earn on that battle pass? i don't think so yeah. that was i think apex had that um, a couple there's been a couple that have done that <clears throat> yeah there might be there is definitely some sort of premium currency in the game but i don't know if you can use that to buy the next battle pass or if it's only for to for cosmetic items yeah i have to have a look because i do have a um uh i don't know a premium battle pass token or whatever it is to so if i'll probably unlock it once i get to 90 i'll just hit the button and unlock it unlike last time where i was like what's this do and i just pressed it it was like oh you've (laughs) just spent your thing um i do have uh one which which blizzard gave me um when season two kicked off so i'll probably pop that at some point and and get a bunch of rewards but i've been getting free things during that time anyway um and so i'll check that out at some point to see if i can actually use that for next season which would be interesting i don't know if i'll spend I've spent a lot of time. <laughs> All I did on the weekend was play about, uh, Diablo, but yeah. I had fun with it. Um, yeah, I think they've done such a good job this this season with giving you a lot of variety of things you can go and do. Like, I'm, I don't feel like I, I'm always just sitting there doing the same thing. If yeah. I get, like, sick of doing dungeons, I can go do Helltides, or if I'm not doing Helltides, then I'll go do Blood Harvest, or go do some world bosses or Legion events, you know, or some of the weird, like, 
boss things I was talking about, collecting the side things, and then all right, I'm gonna go do some um, some seasonal content now, and then like there's always something different for me to go chase after, which is which is cool. Um, and I think the fun thing is that like if I jump in next season, I can then go start another character as well and try the I don't know I've not I don't think I've played Druid yet or like I've got a bunch of other characters I can try out and and uh, play around with them but. Uh, and then my Paragon points will come across as well, which means I won't have to, you know, that grindiness, I guess, isn't as as bad because my character will be more powerful the next time I jump in. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. It's uh, I'm enjoying it. It seems like the community is enjoying this uh, update as well. Um, and I'm hopefully, I don't know, I'll hopefully finish it by the end of the year, I feel like. It seems like this this season, so, yeah. It's good. I'm enjoying it. Digging it. A lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, uh, I mentioned this last week, Posmo. It's a website where you uh, can do a series of puzzles. Um, and in order to uh, get into this, because it's in like an early access sort of um, phase at this point, you need to be one of the first 500 people to solve a puzzle at, I think it's 12 p.m. on... Uh, us eastern time or something around that stage um and if you solve the puzzle you're one of the first people getting then you get access to the actual posmo website uh and in there it gives you a series of puzzles every day that rotate through from crosswords to um uh there's a thing called like uh spell tower um there's really bad chess which is a chess game that is muddled up pieces on a chessboard but also gives you like additional pieces uh for certain uh, types of chess pieces and then you've got to try and like solve the puzzle in that um yeah and and there's about seven or eight different puzzles that throw uh, throws at you each day some of them are behind a like a, a subscription service um whereas uh, others are just kind of free and you can also go back and um play previous games as well if you've got like the subscription as well it's very similar to the new york times subscription um but the um it's all on sort of one one page it's definitely presented a lot nicer than the actual new york times stuff and i think that in terms of social features it's a little bit better as well um because you're able to add friends and like chat to them and that sort of thing through the actual website um whereas it's a little bit harder to do that through um new york times they've got systems in place but they're a little bit janky um so anyway last week when we were talking about it i was basically just doing the uh the go in and look at the website and you could do like a daily puzzle like hey you can you can solve the puzzle that everybody else has already solved that got their keys and so i was just fucking around with that because at no point i was like i'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning to do this yeah. silly puzzle thing of course. Um, and then Thanksgiving rolled around and they had one day where they were giving away unlimited puzzles um, but in order to do that you need to solve a, uh, a paper based um, puzzle which was a series of uh, different types of puzzles to solve and then each puzzle had a hidden letter throughout them and you need to join all those letters together it will give you a, a code word and you would plug that code word into the website and get your key um, and I think there was, there's like a, in a PDF file, there's about three pages worth of puzzles in there. Um, 
Yeah, and you just had to kind of go through and figure them all out. They weren't, I don't think they were quite, much like the Posmo puzzles, they're not difficult, they're not hard to complete. Yep. They're quite, um, they're quite s- simple, but also they've got really good hint systems in all of them. Um, like the crossword one has, I don't know how many sort of tiers there are to like hint systems, but I've seen at least, you can press hint button twice. It'll be like, it give you like a drill down of, here's a hint. And then if you still don't get it, like here's another hint. Um, so that that's something that's in there. Like it's it's supposed to be a bit more, um, I guess, user-friendly as well. Uh, anyway, so I, uh, I sent you the link to this thing um, as well. And then, um, yeah, started working on this paper-based solution. And I got through like three puzzles and, and looked at the actual keyword and was like, oh, I don't know what this word is. And then just plugged it straight in <laughs> and didn't have to solve the rest. So that was quite handy. Uh, but now, yeah, I've got access to the whole thing and I've been doing them pretty much every day. I sent um, uh, my wife uh, the code as well and she's jumped on because she does the New York Times puzzles every day as well with with friends and family uh, and I think she's been having fun with it and it shows you like the times that people oh, yeah. in your friends list got and, and, and gives you like interesting stats about maybe they didn't beat your time but they solved this puzzle in less turns than you or Fewer moves, things yeah. like that yeah yeah um and then it also gives you like overall stats on what the other co- the community's doing and um interesting facts about that and then also interesting bits of information about the fu- puzzle like the person that designed it or how they started off um using specific words to to create the puzzle and and that sort of thing so i think it's um I think there's definitely some work to go. I, I, I like that there's a social aspect with leaderboards and things like that. Um, but at the same time, there's some stuff on there that you're like, hmm, I don't know, man. <laughs> that They solve that in three seconds. That's a bit weird. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know how you fix, like, how do you solve that? At what point do you go, that's too quick? Like, yeah. what's the cutoff point? Um as well and what's to stop someone from having two accounts and then like do you only show subscribe users on that list or it's it's really hard to to figure that out and, and then also who's cheating and and that sort of stuff I, I don't know what the solution to that is but um, uh, I think the actual layout of the site is presented well uh, I think there's some interesting like um, puzzles that are in there I've enjoyed the crossword stuff like I've done some of the New York Times crosswords and they're definitely for like fucking hardcore people um, whereas I've found these puzzles <laughs> me as an idiot <laughs> is able to do them yep. which is good um, and I've enjoyed some of the other puzzles like I don't, I'm no good at chess I can't play chess so I've not really ch- touched that at all um, but all the other stuff like I, I like doing spell towers on there and there's one called um, type shift which is like a scrolling like a, a list of words or letters and you have to scroll through these letters to find a series of words and once you've matched every single letter um you solve the puzzle and you get points based on how many words you find and and all that sort of and how quickly i guess you do it as well um so uh yeah anyway i, I don't know have you had a chance to look at any of this stuff yet or not really you sent it to me i've uh i've played it a bit um i don't love it I don't really do. I don't do the crosswords and stuff. I don't. I don't like crosswords. Mm. To be honest, um, I couldn't. 
get my head around the spell tower. I liked type shift, which is the one where you have to slide stuff up and down. But yep. uh, on my phone, it keeps activating the fucking gestures and stuff every time I fucking change stuff. Uh, so that seems like a bit of a, a goof. Um, like gestures like uh, on in Firefox, uh, you pull right. down on the screen to... Why are you using Firefox? Who, what are you, like, 90 years old? Mate, Firefox is what everyone should be using. I cannot believe anyone doesn't <laughs> use Firefox. Do you know on Firefox on mobile, you can, in, like, you can install fucking uBlock Origin on your mobile? Right. So you don't have, like, you can fucking control where you get ads from and stuff. Mm. It's fucking incredible. Why would you not use Firefox? You can't, you can't do that in any Chromium-based browser on on your mobile. Any of them. Opera, Chrome, yeah. obviously. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what other fucking browsers there are on mobile. But can I can I send you some like um, some betting tips back to two thousand and five so you can put some some bets down for me as well? <laughs> are you why are you using your Firefox? Unbelievable. <laughs> it's also it's just a better brown anyway. Anyway. Uh, but so it's a bit janky. I, I did notice the other day I was playing Spell Tower. Yeah. And it was it kept screwing up on um mobile, but yeah, I've been I've been mostly using PC and I've not had any issues, so Yeah, yeah. That's I guess my uh yeah, my problem is I keep doing the doing it on mobile and yeah it's just not super uh, i assume they'll bring it up out at some point if this keeps going yeah uh but we're friends and uh it's cool seeing you beat me and everything that's real fun so um that's been demoralizing and i've stopped trying as hard because of that <laughs> um but as i said i don't do yeah. puzzles so uh yeah I'm not that worried. I am worried. It's it's destroying me inside, but I'm trying <laughs> to give off an air of being cool about it. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. All right. Uh, that's posmo.com. You can check it out, uh, but it's a little bit difficult if you're not in the, um, the US to get a key right now. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye out. I guess at some point they will start to open it up a bit more to the public What's well, sorry it's already open to the public but a bit more people um yeah if you're into i guess puzzle style games so check it out um all right we got one more game here lethal company which has been taking the internet tiktokers by the, by the storm they love it tiktok is it's it's all the rage these days uh you're a tiktoker classic tiktoker job obviously yep. yes yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I talked, so I talked about this last week um, and how I knew it was getting some hits. I'd seen some numbers floating around uh, and I was like, we should play this. And then yep. I looked up some videos and was like, oh, it's, it's a TikTok game. Uh, and, and then that was, I played Diablo 4 all weekend. <laughs> uh, so explain the TikTok game thing to me, I guess. Well, the, you- it, it's, it's blown up because of like TikTok, right. basically. And yeah. so that, that means you didn't want to play it or well it was that classic thing of like 
it's blown up on TikTok and it's just like people screaming loudly into the microphone because they're scared of something and it's just running them running away from some weird buggy monster that's clipping through a wall and um all that sort of stuff and i was like i'm good oh i saw the gameplay i was like this looks looks buggy as shit i was disappointed that you didn't come play with me i played it a lot i've played it quite a bit now uh how much i played it for nine hours um and uh i actually i really like it i uh i can see it wearing thin um but i think what they've what what has been created uh is a really clever twist on i guess a pretty simple idea like it's a dungeon crawler it's a dungeon delver uh, with a you know a bit of a sci-fi overbearing corporation twist, uh, except you are like everything that you encounter in this dungeon can kill you, and you can't really kill any of it. You can you can get some tools to do some damage. But not really. And there's some stuff that'll get you no matter fucking what you've got. Uh, I had a a game earlier that where that happened, but I'll get to that in a bit. So fundamentally, you and three other people, I know TikTokers. that there are- You and three other TikTokers. You, yeah, me and three other TikTokers. Um, three three six-year-olds. Job's playing games with six-year-olds. Me and three other six-year-olds. Uh, we <laughs> Fortnite floss our way. Onto a uh, an alien planet. Um, no, y- you and three other people are hired by the company to go to these planets where there are um, like facilities that have been abandoned, long since abandoned, uh, and because they are inhabited by dangerous things. And your job is to retrieve. Anything that isn't fucking nailed down, uh, and everything you retrie- you retrieve has a value, and you need to make a certain amount of money before the end of a three day period, uh, or else you'll get fired by the company. And by fired, uh, they mean they open up the air, they they flush flush you out of the spaceship into the vacuum of space, and you die. And uh, everyone dies. And it's so from from there, it's it's pretty simple, right? Like you go in. The initial challenge is like learning the layout of these maps. Uh, the maps in the external part are static; they're always the same. Uh, the entrance, there's a main entrance, there's a fire entrance. Uh, that's all I'm aware of. If there's anything else, uh, I'm not privy to it yet. I'm not, I don't have enough followers on TikTok to learn the inner secrets, I suppose. Um, but yeah, you go to the main entrance or you go to the fire entrance and that's how you get into the facility. And then once you're in the facility, it's a tile based procedural generation. So it's got, uh, a bunch of, like a layout that's generated on the fly by these tiles. And that's 
basically it. Uh, you go into these tiles, you find items, the items are dropped at random, you try to get as much loot as you can and you get the fuck out. Um, the other thing that's happening is there's a, a ticking clock. You can only spend a single day on the planets. The ship will leave. Well, not even a full day, to be honest. It's uh, 16 hours on the planet. The ship will always leave at midnight, no matter what. Uh, it just goes. And you start at 8 a.m., uh, but what's happening is as the day progresses, uh, more and more monsters make their way closer to the main entrance of the facility. And what's also happening is when night falls, uh, there are external monsters, monsters on in the uh, in the outside world, not just inside the facility. And uh, then you have to navigate those as well. So you, it's really a game about risk versus reward. You need to balance the risk of staying longer to get a little bit more loose versus, um, sorry, the reward of staying longer to get a bit more loot versus the risk inherent in, in that time uh, frame because the longer you stay, the higher the danger when it gets to like eight o'clock at night, like you, good luck getting back to the fucking ship. Like, you, it's it's terror, terrifying. So, it, it's it's really a game that lives in not knowing everything, right? Like in learning everything yourself, um, in learning things for yourself, um, and and that's where a lot of the excitement comes from, um, because. It's got some, like, it's goofy, right? Like, it's this lo-fi uh, aesthetic, uh, sort of grainy, uh, sort of shitty cel-shaded aesthetic. Uh, the monsters can look kind of silly. Uh, I'm, I think the one you're talking about that's clipping everywhere is the thumper, which is just like two giant arms and a mouth. Um yeah, it looks it looks goofy, but it moves in such a way that it is is scary to behold, and so it creates panic, and panic causes you to make mistakes, and those mistakes are invariably deadly. There's not really like there's a penalty for death, but if your teammates can extract your body, it's not that big a deal. Um, the penalty isn't that bigger problem you drop whatever you have on you but otherwise you're not necessarily punished that hard which is fine which is good um and it sort of just means that like if someone dies it's not yeah it's it's not the worst thing to happen all right and so it sort of normalizes death there are, i've been on runs where i've died basically like six days out of seven and I'll go in and I've only, I've, I've played like one game with uh, Drew, Dr. E3 Money. Uh, but outside of that, I've, I've been exclusively playing with randos and everyone in it has been like fantastic. Like one time I had 
uh, a dude whose entire fucking family appeared to be on the mic at some point. <laughs> um, and that, like there was a domestic happening in the background or something. I don't fucking know what's going on there. But like general, I think outside of that person, the worst person I have played with was Drew, who didn't want to talk to anyone. And communication is pretty important. And you're going through these like pitch black fucking like corridors. And then suddenly this fucking shape appears out of the fucking darkness. And like you, I've been talking the whole time to another rando. And then this shape appears. I, I have it clipped where some other rando who doesn't know me and Drew are in Discord together. Um, but some other rando is like, fuck, you're a dickhead, Dre Money. Like, he was so mad that Dre Money wasn't fucking talking because he could have just warned us, right? Like, but most of the time, everyone is is actively attempting to, like, help one another, like, with information, uh, with, like, information about how to play the game, but information on a moment-to-moment -moment basis and shit as well. Like, there, there's just, yeah. It's it's a surprisingly wholesome community. I I think it's because the stakes aren't really that high, right? Like eventually you'll get to a point where you can't earn the quota and that's kind of just where the game will end, right? Like you will inevitably run out. The quota always goes up. Every time you turn in on quota, so the, the way it works is every three days you've got to turn in a certain amount of of loot uh, first time it's like 150 bucks worth of loot which you can piss in like in in one day right uh, but i was playing earlier before dinner and we needed to get like 1500 dollars worth of loot and we had been holding back loot in between rounds but uh there's a danger to that because if your entire team gets wiped the the ship flies off. Anything that's on the ship gets like jettisoned, and you lose it all. And so, we like if we were banking, we couldn't really bank on that. We needed to make sure we got more than fifteen hundred dollars worth of loot because if we didn't, we'd also we'd be fucked when we had to do the next level as well. So, like it's just one of those things where, like, inevitably you will lose, right? Um, if you play long enough. So it, it sort of reduces the stakes. No, nobody really cares if, if you lose. It's sort of just like, ah, oh, well, we came close. GG. Uh, let's like, uh, we'll, we'll re-up, right? Which is good. I can't, like, I'm, I'm torn, right? Between talking about the spooky shit that I've learned. Because it is spooky, Right? Some of this shit can absolutely like murder you in a heartbeat, right? There's there's stuff that like this face face hugger type shit. There's a slender man type fucking dude uh who there's a there's there's a slender man dude who you have to look at but not for too long. And if you look at him for too long he gets enraged and then snaps everyone's fucking necks. Right? Uh, there's, uh, a, a, there's a mannequin looking thing where if you're not looking at it, it's basically the peanut from SCP. It moves unbelievably quickly. 
Uh, but that means you have to like maneuver it. If you were trying to go through a door, you have to maneuver it so that you can look at it and the door at the same time to activate it. Otherwise, you're fucking dead. There's the, there's the armsy dude, the thumper. Um, he's kind of easy to deal with. There's a jack in the box. When I first played this game, you sort of just join a server. And there's no way to really tell what, like, where the server's up to. My very first game, we were on the second hardest map. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, they, like, we sort of landed immediately and they just sort of blasted out of this fucking ship. Like, belted out of the ship, like, fucking, boo, to, to go where they needed to go. Because they were clearly pretty deep into the game because, you know, they're on the second hardest fucking map. And I go out. I'm like, what am I doing? And there was one dude who stayed back with the ship, and I didn't understand why that was. Um, but he's like, "We'll just go to the go to the mansion." I'm like, where, "Where the fuck is that? It's have you looked outside? It's impossible to see anything." He's like, "How new are you?" I'm like, "Oh, this is my first game." And he's like, "Oh, okay." See those lights? And he sort of like walked me through what I need to do. He didn't really tell me anything other than. See the like follow the lights down to the main entrance. I get down there and there's a fucking jack in the box. I'm like, what's with the jack in the box? And uh like I see this jack in the box. I've like I've picked up like a fucking rubber ducky or some shit. See this jack in the box. I'm like, what's with this jack in the box? And the other two dudes are in the fucking thing. I'm like, what? What? I, what? Is there a jester? I'm like, no, it's a jack in the box. It looks like uh He's got like legs and he's got like, he's like, like, oh my God, run. Have you heard, is he doing that song? Run. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Anyway, if you hear that song, you should definitely run. Like exit the building as soon as humanly possible. Uh, Whatever, like wherever it is, uh, because you will die. Uh, You will definitely die. And uh, yeah, that was my first game. And then, like, when I got back to the ship, they were like, oh, so how many how many games have you, have you played this much? And I'm like, no, this is my first game. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they literally just, like, handheld me. They were fucking cool. It was rad. Uh, but, yeah. And they killed you then and took all your stuff? No, sadly. Uh, but I have, like, there, there is room for, for goofiness. There is room for for that kind of shit shenanigans uh when you so how do you kill this shit though you can get a shovel you can't kill the jack in the box right so what do you do you just have to leave yeah yeah uh you can't kill the jack in the box i don't think you can kill the slender man um because you'd have to look at him long enough that he would just snap your neck uh what else? The mannequins. You can't kill the mannequins, um, but you can avoid them pretty easy because they can't open doors. So if you can get to a door and have them on the other side of the door before you you look away, then you're pretty fine. Um, can kill the thumpers. You jump up on a railing and then you scratch down and hit them with a shovel. Uh, you can kill the face huggers. You just hit them with a shovel. 
if they jump on you, you drop all your stuff. So you've got to find your shovel and you hit yourself in the head and they get off. And then you hit them more with a shovel. Uh, what else? Apparently you can kill the... There's these these blind dogs. Uh, eyeless dogs, they're called. And uh, they roam the outside. Apparently you can kill them, but I wouldn't recommend trying. Uh, you can't kill the giants. There's a giant that walks around and he moves too fast for you to do anything about. He's outside. If he sees you, get in the ship and hide. Um, what else? Ah, oh, there's a little girl and only one person can see her and whoever can see her has roughly two minutes to live. And if you haven't exited the map uh, within that two minutes, not just the facility, the whole fucking map, then you're fucking dead. Uh, I found that out the super hard way earlier today. I'd heard rumors about the little girl, uh, but no, I got to witness it firsthand. Uh, walked in. We were on the hardest, the very hardest map. Walked in and uh, turned a corner and there, there's the little girl. And uh, I had like three pieces of loot on me and I'm like, oh, fuck this. Out I go. Down I go to the fucking thing, uh, and like I'm sitting on my ship, and uh, I can hear spooky noises outside my ship, but I can't see anything because I'm inside the ship, right? I there's this whole part of the game where like you can actually really help out while on on the ship. You like you can be a, a really good, uh, really helpful part of the team. Uh, from the ship itself uh, by like help, like guiding people. You can get like walkie talkies. It's a game where you play, you don't talk, like you don't sit in discord with the other people. Um, you play using the in-game voice chat. And so you got walkie talkies. If they've got walkie talkies, they can ask you to open doors, close doors. Are there monsters nearby? Where's the nearest loot? That kind of stuff. You can direct them. And uh, sometimes They'll jump on the walkie-talkie and I'll just be like, teleport, teleport me, teleport me. And uh, hopefully they'll tell you who, which, who they are because you've got to switch to their camera and then teleport. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise, yeah, you just got to work it out. The other thing you can do is you can teleport dead bodies. And if you, if you leave a body behind in the facility, you get fined and it's a portion of whatever you took out of the... Uh, facility that day so if you take a lot of stuff but leave a body behind you leave a lot of money behind but you can teleport the dead body so uh yeah you don't it's not that bad um so i was basically doing that and it does a lot of it via like commands that you type in like you just like you can switch with a button on the monitor but it's easier to control shit if you're on the computer terminal because uh, that way you can type stuff. So if they're like, oh, can you open the door in front of me and the, you can see on the map the door is D9. So you just press D9, uh, type D9, and then it opens D9. But you can disable turrets, you can disable mines. And I've had like a, a decent amount of success like saving people from monsters because on the map you can see a red dot moving around on the map and that's a monster. 
So if they cross past the doorway, you can close the door behind them and then the monster can't get through unless it is a little girl because the little girl is a ghost and then you die. Um, or they die. Uh, so yeah, you can do a lot of, you can do a lot of stuff. Uh, and I had some pretty fucking epic saves, uh, earlier. Uh, today I've gotten like, gone pretty good, right? At, at hiding or like at being on the ship, right? The only, only thing you need to do is one person needs to get out on the ship. That's, that's it. That's the end of it. If everyone dies, it's a wipe. It's over. So just one person needs to get out. Uh, and yeah, I, uh, I've done pretty well at that. But anyway, if I see this little girl, I exit and uh, get back to the ship. And I'm, I'm hearing all these speaking noises. I'm, but I'm basically just trying to focus on helping the team. And like one by one by one, or one by one rather, I, I watch them die. Uh, the the party leader, he dies. Um, our little gung ho shovel chick, she dies, and the only person left is the guy who might be on his second game, first or second game. He he genuinely doesn't know a lot of what's going on, but he's like very enthusiastic uh, and eager to to like help wherever he can, and so he. Almost to a fault, uh, is like just ferrying like loot back because one of the, what you do is when you get loot, you take it back to the front door and you drop it outside because there are little fucking lizards inside that will like steal the loot uh, if you leave it inside. But if you drop it outside, you don't have to worry so much. So you drop it outside, and then someone has to take it back and forth between the ship. Uh, but generally, you don't want that person to also be the person who's in the ship because if if the path back to the ship is dangerous, then you've got nobody at the ship and you don't know where the loot gets dropped. So he's ferrying shit back. And uh, yeah, uh, he he brings back a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, dude, we got to go. The whole time, right, what I was thinking was I had the, we got the teleporter. I had the teleporter open on him, just waiting for any kind of red dot to show up because I was going to teleport him. The other thing I was waiting for was if the, if the haunting sounds, if the little girl sounds, the spooky sounds she was making escalated, I was just going to teleport him back, right? No matter what, because that way he would be on the ship and we would have one person on the ship, but he walks back on his own and he drops stuff off. And then as he steps aside, I see the little girl at the, at the fucking end of the ship. And I'm like, little girl's here. Little girl's here. You've got to leave. You've got to leave. And then my head explodes on his screen. He doesn't see any of that, right? He doesn't see a little girl. Uh, he hears me yelling about a little girl. And then my head explodes and legitimately he then went back out to go get more fucking stuff. He's like, all right, well, doesn't matter to me. Off I go to get more shit, which huge panic moment. Cause 
Yeah. I was dead. The other two were dead. He was the last one alive, and he just wandered straight back to wherever the fuck the rest of the loot was. But it was also pretty late in the day, and so monsters were starting to spawn outside. We're on the hardest map. The monsters that are outside on the map are pretty fucking rough. It was stressful. But he did manage to come back in. And like when you're dead, you can't talk to people. You can't talk to the, the soul live person. Uh we in as as the dead people, we like debated whether or not we because you can vote to force the autopilot to just leave. Uh and yeah, the other two were like, well, we'll just force the autopilot and he'll come back to the ship. I'm like, I don't think he knows that that is what he's supposed to do. And I, I've, I saw it uh, in action yesterday, right? Like the the two dead players uh, voted for the autopilot to just leave. I was on the ship, uh, so I was fine. But the other person was like, well, I'll just go get the last thing. I'm like, you don't have fucking time, man. Like, we the ship is going to leave. And he's like, nah, I have time. The ship left without him. Uh, there was not really anything we can do. I'm like, don't, like, if if they vote, you've if they vote to autopilot, it's going, man. Like, it's leaving. <laughs> uh, and it's not a lot of time. Anyway, uh, I don't know how coherent any of this has been, but I am having a lot of fun with this game because I think it's, it's just well crafted to, to play on TikTok. TikTok. Exactly. Uh, on TikTok fears. Um, yeah. No, Cause I'm, you know, easily startled and, uh, I like trying to manage my, uh, panic response and yeah. I uh, might say that you are the little girl. Oh, nice. Got him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good times. I do have some spectacular footage. Like it's ugly, but the shit I pulled off. There was that, that same group that I was playing with, with the, the little girl earlier. Um, we had, uh, they had basically fucked up. The The three of them had fucked up. I was on the ship. I'm hiding on the ship because it's super late at night. But what was happening was, so there's all these extra effects that happen sometimes. There's uh, Eclipsed where right from the get-go, it's as if it's uh, midnight. So all the monsters are already outside and inside monsters are extra fucking hairy. In my opinion, there's no point landing on an eclipsed planet. Uh, twice I have, we've tried to land on an eclipsed planet and like literally from the get-go, there have been dogs at our front door. Um, but that's one of them. There's flooded where there's water. Uh, it's just a, a little bit of water at, at the start. But by the time it's like uh, four o'clock, it's like waist high and it makes you really fucking slow to move. And so when you're trying to get out, you're really slow. So that complicates things significantly. There's foggy where it's just difficult to see shit. 
It's not that, that big a problem if you know where you're going. It only affects the outside, so it doesn't matter. Uh, there's rainy, which I think increases the number of like quicksand traps, uh, which is a problem for me because I don't know how to fucking spot the things and I've died to them a couple of times. Uh, and then there's stormy, which uh, is basically uh, like rainy, but also there's lightning. And the lightning works sort of like in uh, Breath of the Wild where, you know, when you're holding something metallic uh, in Breath of the Wild yeah. and there's a lightning storm, it'll like... Kaboom. And the lightning will strike. If you're holding anything metallic, you got to drop it all and get away from the fucking thing or the lightning will land and explode your ass. Um, but it, it sort of really slows down the exit portion of the fucking map because you take like six steps drop everything get the fuck away and then you gotta pick everything back up again take another six steps drop everything etc etc so they kind of fucked up because it was there was a lot of lightning and they were trying to fucking dodge that shit um and the dogs had arrived and there was a fucking giant and yeah they uh, made a bit too much noise on the ship. So the dogs actually, they only react to sound, but they really go after sound. And so, yeah, they made a bit too much noise. The dogs came onto the ship and just fucking murdered everyone. And I just sort of crouched and hid in a corner. And the dogs like patrolled on the ship for a bit and I had to wait that shit out. Uh, but eventually... I did manage to like hit the button to to send us to take it off, and I managed to teleport all their bodies back on, and that was pretty sick. That was like that was pro level shit. That was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I love that game. Uh, I'm sure I will get bored of it because uh, it doesn't have any kind of progression that I can understand outside of the uh, intrinsic knowledge-based progression but the problem mm -hmm. is the knowledge-based prog progression sort of inherently limits uh the scary the spookiness of the game the the more you know the less spooky yeah. it is and so the less you panic and the less fun it will be and so it does have an expiry date but i've definitely gotten my money's worth out of it already uh i reckon i have had loads of fucking fun with it i think it's it's just one dude right as well yeah it is yeah, one dude on a Patreon or some shit, and he's fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's a Lethal Company. It is available now in early access. You can check that out. All right, uh, that's the games for this week. We've got some news we can talk about quickly. Let's kick things off with uh, uh, Game Maker is going free for non-commercial use. Um so Game Maker is a, uh, a video game engine. This is after, I guess, all of the things we've heard about uh, Unity. I, I guess Lethal Company is on Unity. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, True. Yeah, Game Maker is um, uh, an engine that has, I guess, reevaluated their um, their licensing terms, and so basically, you'll be able to use that game for free. Um, and then if you decide that you want to start making money with it, you can then change that. Um, 
and the, the fee involved in actually buying a license is is quite small i think it was like 99 us for like a one-time sort of fee uh, i don't have the exact numbers in front of me um but it, it's definitely a lot lot cheaper than what you know some of the other unreal and and unity have been going for um yeah and so this is definitely like a direct that they they basically came out and said like this is just due to what we've seen um in the market and we've decided to go in a different direction so yeah Yeah. it is 99 dollars here it says here for their their um their fee so uh yeah and i guess if people haven't heard of game maker there are a few games that have been some notable games i guess that have been um made for that engine uh things like nuclear throne um which was a a, a flam was it flam beer i think flam beer yeah yeah um there's some games we've talked about uh, katana zero in the past um forager i think is also a game we've talked about in the past um so yeah there's some there's definitely some games on there that people would would notice but uh hotline mammy i guess is probably a big one most people would be aware of yeah yeah uh anyway it's cool i i think it's a really neat tool for people that are potentially looking at um engines that they want to get into or or if they're like wanting to learn one because it is free that's like the perfect way to to go about it and you're not going to be um you know find yourself in a tricky position like i guess what happened with lethal company where this was something that has now exploded and i'm assuming this person now owes unity a bunch of money (laughs) (laughs) no they rolled back on that shit right oh did they yeah yeah Yeah. um anyway so uh yeah go check that out if you're interested in game design um and looking for something to work on that's a game maker all right um nice next up we talked about the game awards last week um and in particular one of the categories the best indie game uh dave the diver was on there and uh jeff keely who uh runs the awards has provided a bit of i guess clarification into what is going on here um and i'll just read this is during like a q a session on his twitch stream uh where he was basically just answering questions about the award show and what sort of expectations people should be setting um and in relation to the dave the diver being on the indie uh, best indie game list he said independent can mean different things to different people and it's uh, a sort of a broad term um he he says uh, here that you can argue does independent mean the budget of the game does independent mean where the source of the financing was does it mean the team size uh is it the kind of independent spirit of the game uh does it mean that it's a smaller game or something else entirely um and then he basically went on to talk about how uh it says here i think everyone has their own opinion about this and we really differ uh, we really defer to our jury of 120 global media outlets who vote on these awards to make that determination of if something is independent or not um and so he has sort of talked about uh relying on i guess the media or, or the the people that voted on the awards for this and their interpretation of what independent means i don't know i sort of disagree with that a little bit i think that as somebody who is 
looking at, at setting a standard or setting a you know an actual an award like it, it's got a name associated with it best independent game or you know if 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 120 media outlets come back and they're like oh we think it's this game yeah. but it technically isn't does that mean you should be like all right well they said it is so you know what happens if um we, we i mean it's not gonna happen but what what if they were like best action rpg and everyone voted for something that wasn't an action rpg and was instead like civilization 5 or something like are you just gonna be like well the media outlet said that it's an action rpg so that's what it's with <laughs> that's what it is uh, i think at some point the onus is on the organizers to sort of put a like a line down and i think that yeah. because i've se- i've also seen so many people being confused about like oh i didn't actually realize that it was an independent game once you sort of explain to them that no, this is owned by like one of the biggest corporations yeah. in gaming entertainment, um, right? And then that conversation starts up again. And so, I do think that some of it, I, th- I think him passing the the blame back onto the media, it's not the right way to go about it. Um, I think a better decision should have been made here. Um, yeah, I don't like. It gets nominated though, right? It's been nominated. Yeah. No, but like the finalists uh, is a list that's compiled by nominations, right? Yeah. Well, no, by, um, no, they, they just, you submit your nominations. So, yeah. They would be like, hey, submit. I, I, I haven't done it in a couple of years, but I could p- pull up an email if I wanted let, to. Let's say, so what, what appears to have happened is mm-hmm. 120 fucking outlets they've gone out there and of them a portion a large enough portion has nominated dave the diver as best yep. indie yeah and so certainly i agree with you that jeff Keeley should have gone back and said no dickwads nominated an actual fucking indie but uh like at the same time uh yeah it's on the media it's it's like fucking it's like Sports media, it's like fucking MVP voting in the fucking basketball or whatever the fuck, you know? Like, it's it's it strikes me as exactly the fucking same where, like, half these motherfuckers aren't paying any fucking attention. Yeah. Uh, and, or doing due diligence. Like, I mean, we said it. I think I said it last week. I didn't know it was fucking Nexon, right? Right, yeah. Um, I was surprised to find out. Right, but like I would have done if I was nominating it for best indie, I wouldn't have just gone based on fucking vibes. I would have fucking looked it up to find out whether they had a publisher or were in indie or not. I think that's yeah. semi important. Uh, so yeah, it's like I I agree. Jeff should have stepped in, but he we'll can't just not step have in it until after on the list. Fact. Well, yeah. And just be like, I'm scratching that one because, you know, it's the same like what happened with um, The Martian when it was like it nominated for Best Comedy or Musical yeah. at the, uh, was it the Oscars or Golden Globes? Like one of those two. Yeah. And like, because <laughs> that's, well, that's what they submitted it to. That's what the um, publisher or studio submitted sure, that yeah. down to. And it's like, they should have come back and said, get fucked. Like, 
it's not a comedy or musical <laughs> yeah yeah but they let it slide so no i i think it comes back down to the um the people organizing it to be like actually we've got some rules in place and we're going to enforce them yeah um yeah i don't know i just think it's i i just don't yeah i don't like the decision here at all um anyway oh, we'll find out yeah no like his arguments were ultimately a cop-out but at the same time i did i do think it it shone a light on an issue that's prevalent in a lot of fucking voting like media voting systems you know anyway yeah all right um next up we've got uh warhammer space marine 2 has been delayed to nate uh, sorry late next year yeah second half of next year uh they just want to i don't know make sure it's as good an experience as, as they can make it is what they're saying uh which to me is the best reason that you can have really but uh a little bit disappointing i was uh i was getting excited for this to hit at the end of the year um it looked pretty cool uh yeah i don't know it's yeah, um, it was supposed to drop soon yeah it was it was supposed to drop real soon right like well they've only got one month left so there is that <laughs> um so yeah i don't know a little bit disappointing but it is what it is uh yeah i can't remember the quote i don't know fucking unfinished games are bad forever or whatever the fuck it is i don't know whatever uh don't get your hopes up the space marine 2 is coming out this year you know what is coming out this year tell us avatar um avatar yeah all right last piece of news here we've got um this is in relation to tribes three rivals i guess is the official game name of this now um there's been some some leaks that were happening over the last couple of days in terms of uh things showing up on steam and leaked footage going around uh and, and like a actual name of the game at this point so it's uh, a leaky ship whatever's going on here it looks like they're doing a bunch of alpha testing or or something behind the scenes um anyway so yeah this was kind of shared on our discord some of the stuff here um i had a look at a little bit i i played you know a bunch of tribes back in the day a bunch of tribes too um this i think is a mistake like i just don't i think that the gameplay for tribes it just doesn't that's not something that people i mean i think people will play it but it's not going to get the numbers that it did back in the day i think it's too niche it's um it, it's it looks outdated the the actual from what we're seeing like it looks like tribes but that stuff just doesn't flow anymore yeah. Yeah. like with what people are playing uh, unfortunately and so i really just don't get what they're going for here like who is this who is this appealing to i just don't understand what's happening i mean i guess um, the you know the theory is like f what 40 fucking year olds like that's me they're targeting to me and i don't care <laughs> uh yeah i guess uh that's that's yeah that's one way to look at it i mean the real 
problem I have is that I just have zero faith. After what, what happened to Ascend, I have zero faith that tribes will, you know, yeah, stick the landing on this one. That was the high res last time. Game. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh but high res oh prophecy was high res, right? It's owned by the same dude who owns high res or is the founder of high res or whatever the fuck. So it's the same right. fucking it's the same fucking person at the top. Uh mm-hmm. and yeah, just no faith that they can do this correctly. But no. uh I don't know. I'm kind of it just relies on too many old tropes, like capture the flag and, you know, deathmatch or like set like the setting up like weird bases and things like it just doesn't. Yeah. I just don't think that is appealing to anybody anymore. These giant wide open map, maps with like not a whole lot really going on and, you know, one person skiing to the other side. and Yeah, it's, it's, it's only a big map. It's only a, like the, the trick with with tribes was always that it seemed like you were on a giant map but it was only actually a giant map if you couldn't fucking ski and once you could ski it was essentially the same size as a fuck it was an arena shooter right you were yeah. playing you're trying to find the angles yeah exactly and yeah which yeah that i i don't know that arena sh- sorry arena shooters necessarily have it anymore right like it's been a while since we've seen one actually do anything kick off yeah yeah i mean even these days like the biggest one is probably call of duty right and that still is being outclassed by all the battle royale slash um tarkov style games so people are moving over to those style uh those you know um dmz things like that yep anyway um, I don't know. It just doesn't like as somebody who played a bunch of those games back in the day. It just doesn't seem like I'd probably play it. And then I feel like it just it's not doing anything new. Yeah, I feel I would uh, give it a punt. Sure. Yeah. But uh, mostly out of curiosity and uh, I would have lowered expectations. Uh, it's whether or not it can maintain a audience like a player count to keep games popping that would be the real trick i just i doubt it but uh, yeah maybe the 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 real x factor there is how often uh high res has fucked tribes so yeah i don't know even if it was good it'd just be a fucking matter of time before high res came in and decided to try to exploit it for cash beyond the money you already paid to play the fucking thing for no fucking reason at all. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's the news for this week. Um, next week might be just uh, not a whole lot. It's either going to be a lot of rumors <laughs> and leaks. Yep. Or, um, yeah, lead, leading up to Game Awards. So there we go. All right. Do we have any questions? No questions. Okay. You look like you're about to say something. I was just going to say uh, next week we'll be we'll be casting from uh, inside of prison because we'll have uh, been arrested for 
moshing too hard at Olymp Biscuit tomorrow. Right. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, throwing elbows. All right. Uh, anything you want to plug or give a shout out to that you've been um, interested in or checking out? Uh, working on? No. Or right. you like? Um, not at the moment. I have stuff coming up, but uh, I can give a shout out to. Um, I finished Loki this week. I enjoyed it. I think okay. it's one of the. I think I think Loki is probably the best series Marvel's done. Oh, really? um, okay. Yeah, I, like both season, I thought were really good. So I like um, I like the first season a lot. Yeah, yeah. You didn't like you haven't watched the season. Or you didn't like it. I, I wasn't one? I wasn't loving it. Like I was. Right. It was. It I thought was that really last fun. episode was fantastic. I thought it was so good. Oh, I, I haven't finished it yet, so I will right. continue to power through it then. Yep. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, that is it. All right, that is the uh, podcast for this week. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from. Under the Gap or the GA podcast, if you have a moment, uh, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Um, you can also go to our, our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll take you to the the uh, the server where we're talking about movies, TVs, books, video games, cooking, all that fun stuff, and yes. also playing battlefield 5 uh, old games um, Ooh, snap. yeah cool. yeah um and that might be a fun place for people to hang out i guess next week if you're you're watching the game awards um because oh, yeah. i think it's generally on rounds early morning slash midday yep um i'm sure there'll be people eager to check that out Hell and yeah. uh jump in there Otherwise, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all of our past episodes, the show, and anything else we decide to put up there. Um, so you can go check that out. That is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast, uh, and you can um, become a, a member on there on some of the tiers. You get the podcast a little bit earlier. And yeah, it helps us pay the bills for the website. Keeps things running. So we appreciate the support. We do. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, it, it helps us uh, big time. So that is the show for this week. Um, like I said, next week, we'll be recording a little bit earlier next week. So it won't be Game Awards time. Hmm. But we can do some speculation. We can talk about some of the rumors that are coming up. Um, yeah. And, see what, and maybe we'll get that GTA trailer early. We, we'll have to wait and see. It's oh. It's sounding like next week. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm pumped. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. Bye.